was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome, Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And welcome to episode 109. <laughs> and on this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, some social media stuff with Instagram and scheduling and should you schedule out your content. Uh, Moose, what are we talking on the business side? TikTok releasing podcast and music. Whoa, yeah. what? Wait, Ooh. what are we talking about? Uh, talking about McDonald's selling consistency. What? What? what sway? Uh, leadership transitions and so much more. Moose, how are we feeling about this episode? The leadership one. Y'all got to stay tuned for that. Typically, I try to recap the whole thing. I'm going to just say the leadership one. Stay tuned for that part. And of course, we got some some uh, different perspectives on certain things. Just let's just get into this intro. Two kids from Queens, cut from a different cloth. Now joining forces, helping you to elevate your personal brand. Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose, bringing you a never before seen perspective into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force, but more importantly, the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most. And of course, you already know this is powered by Ecamm Live, the number one all-in-one live streaming platform that allows you to do pre-recorded videos as well. So everything that you see on Nikki and Moose with uh, the transitions, with the setup, with uh, the videos, the whole nine, especially with isolated audio for all my podcasters, that's all through Ecamm Live. So if you want 14 days free on us, please go to www.nickyandmoose.com slash Ecamm, E-C-A-M-M, for your 14-day trial. Let's go. But anyways, go. Moose, how are we feeling? Ah, man, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. I am actually really excited. Uh, okay. We are in, in the process of uh, planning my first trip back to Egypt in 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be a major, it's going to be a major thing, man. Um, you know, more on that story, definitely as a, as a, as a, as we as lead prepared, closer to it. Yeah. Probably the day before you leave. <laughs> as, yeah, as I as I feel as I feel more ready to share, but 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 I will say there was just a lot of uncertainty because you know we were debating moving and then looking for a different place. So mm -hmm. now that we are uh, going to stay here for at least another couple of months, mm -hmm. I don't. I was concerned about traveling overseas while I had to move apartments. You know, my right. lease was expiring, so I was like, it don't make sense for me to try and take a trip overseas and I don't have a stable spot to come back to. So now that that's secure. Be nomadish. Be nomadish. Yeah, I just not to I'm not used to it though. I'm used to being, you know, more a little bit more stable, a little bit more responsible, if you will. Okay. So now that responsibility is taken care of. Uh Egypt trip is officially underway. Uh yeah. All Here right. All right, people, <laughs> as we get uh Closer to it, or maybe whenever Moose when feels like telling us <laughs> three more sentences about it, uh, we will know more. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, me. Uh, as for me, um, I'm I'm more transparent as far as I I want to go back to Puerto Rico. Let me let me explain mm. why. Um, so y'all know for for the birthday I uh, uh went to Puerto Rico and that whole nine. However, uh, the person that I went with was injured, so we didn't get to <laughs> walk around. Was on the disabled list. Uh, right. Couldn't go nowhere. <laughs> a lot of pool action, but not not traveling too much. I did eat a lot of bread, people. I did. Mm. I did do that. I had five loaves of bread uh that week. Don't judge me. That. Don't don't judge me. Okay. Um, especially if you heard the last after show, you know my chubby side. Don't judge me. Okay. So uh, I want to redo Puerto Rico, but now I'm like, do I redo Puerto Rico for the birthday? Do I redo Puerto Rico just because, right? Mm. Just pick a random month. Or do I do Puerto Rico and invite uh, my community? Mm. Little international mastermind vibe? Right. That's fire. Right, 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 right. Wow. I did not celebrate, see that one coming. That's dope. Celebrate the birthday, but celebrate it with the community and do something really dope that it's like, we're going to celebrate, but we're also going to learn some things. We're going to enjoy the scenery. We're going to experience and create in real life. I'm thinking yeah, about I'm going to be honest. Those are the best type of trips. I, I, I Those are the best type of trips. I've only done them in the States. so And those are the best. So I can only imagine what it's like doing them internationally where it's totally different. Well, like everything is new. international. Puerto Rico is Well, I, I mean, you know. I get it. For me, for me at least, I'm like, you know. You Wait, yeah. but you, before in life, you could have still went to Puerto Rico. By definition, I could. I was just, they, they just told me like, hey, you can, but just be careful. So ah, I was like, all right. Yeah. Understood. You, you, you don't have know, these so. problems no more. He could go to Puerto no, Rico whenever he no, wants. No, we out. We out here, yeah. He outside, people. He outside. But let's get into this episode. So let's talk about this what's popping section. Yes, things that are happening right now uh, based off what I do and what most does, right? So um, Instagram, let's talk about Instagram a little bit for those who don't know. Instagram is one one of my favorite platforms, right? Uh, YouTube is slowly creeping up, but YouTube will humble you. YouTube will make you feel like you're not anything. It's the craziest things. But shout out to our YouTube subscribers. It's been a long journey. It's been a long journey. Mm -hmm. And we're happy that you're here. Our audio listeners, we always appreciate you, right? But Instagram is seeming to be late to the game to this certain new feature that they're testing out, which is scheduling with inside the app. So what screenshots have shown is that some creators have been able to test out taking their posts. Now I'm not sure yet if it's a real or if it's a regular post, but you're able to schedule out your content inside of the app. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because for one, I don't know why Instagram is so late to this. Like, this isn't new. They have this on the Facebook side and Facebook and Instagram are owned by the same people, which is meta. 
So I'm kind of confused why this is taking so long. However, um, I'm big on scheduling, right? The reason why is because we all have different lives and it can be very demanding to run a business, have an online presence, still have a personal life, maybe have, uh, you know, higher education going on. There's just a lot of stuff going on. And so I truly believe in scheduling out your content instead of doing the manual stuff every single day. It could be daunting. It could be draining. And this is why some people do not like social media because they feel like it's such a manual task. So that Instagram is understanding this pain point and is saying, you know what? One, I don't want you to use third party apps no more. I want you to use all Instagram vibes. Okay. So where you could use later, where you could use uh, a free one, which is creator studio, which is owned by meta, right? You could use buffer Hootsuite. These are just some uh, of the apps that you can use to schedule out your content. Instagram is saying, nah, we got this. Don't worry about it. Now, when this does come alive for everybody, I will say test it out, right? Nine out of 10 times in-app schedulers are way better than third party, right? The reason why is because they are considerate of all the features that you may need and they will allow you to enable them right within the app where third-party apps are not that considerate of the features that could possibly get you the most reach. Now, what majority of people do when it does come to these third-party apps, and like I said, Later, uh, Hootsuite, Buffer, Sprout Social is another good one for analytic standpoint. But uh, why people love going to those third-party ones is because you can not only just do Instagram, you could do Facebook, you could do TikTok, you could do uh, LinkedIn, you could do Pinterest, you could do multiple platforms on these third party all at once. Now, of course, they have different fees. It depends on what features are you looking for and your own budget. But I do appreciate, like I use Later, and this is not no paid stuff. This is literally what I use, right? I use Later and it has been a... Uh, what? how do I want to say this? It's been a lifesaver, especially when you are scheduling out reels, right? So Instagram reels hasn't been able to schedule out on other par third-party situations and creator studio. I'm geeking out, so bear with me. But uh, now later is uh, allowing you to schedule out reels. So I like that third-party uh, platform when it comes to scheduling out. The reason why I'm bringing all of this up is because can we prepare our content better, right? Can we spend a day or two figuring out our strategy, mapping it out, scheduling it out, and then maybe having some reminders on our phone to go back to our social media platforms and engage with it? Because I will say when you schedule out, you're going to forget to come back because you're like, oh, it's taken care of. We're good, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I schedule out uh, the YouTube shorts for Nikki and Moose uh, 
on our YouTube. And sometimes I forget to go back. I'm like, oh, I forgot. Right. So I think this is pretty dope. I think this is going to be something to test out if you don't already have it. But keep in mind, we want to make social media a tool and not a chore. And mm. so utilizing some of these different features to allow us to use that as a tool is going to help tremendously. So if you have that, let us know, right? Tweet us, comment us. Do you have this feature yet? Let me know. And would you use it if you don't? Okay. So do you have it? And if you, if you don't, would you use this feature or would you stay on the third party uh, applications? You let me know. Make social media a tool and not a chore. That's a bar. A fact. It's a bar. It's, it's a fact. Moose, what's going on in it. your world? Man, so this is actually a, a page out of your book slightly, but it is a business move for people who pay attention correctly. So according to podnews.net, TikTok prepares to launch a podcast app. Very interesting move. Now they have over 1 billion users worldwide. 138 million active users in the U.S. alone, and they've even recently registered a trademark for TikTok music. Mm. So it's going to include provisions for podcast content, and they're already in talks with recording companies. So it's really interesting to see the expansion of TikTok, a very short-form, entertaining-type platform, now looking to expand into what could be considered long form content, especially in podcasts. So, of course, it has me wondering from a business perspective, will this bring new users to the platform or new brands to the platform or new businesses to the platform? Because now they see that they can finally play with something that they do really, really well. Right. And and uh, will that change, say, the dynamic of everything on the platform, meaning will the next generation now be more open and receptive to this idea of longer form content or whatnot? So it's a very interesting idea, but I saw this headline and I was like, wow, TikTok going into podcasting. Of course, if this doesn't further prove the importance of your brand or your business having a podcast, I don't know what will, but maybe next you can give us a couple of tips on I don't know, preparing, preparing, getting ready for uh, podcast vibes in, in TikTok world, if that's a thing. Are, are we going? Are we taking Nikki and Moose to... Uh... I was going to be there. <laughs> We've already set up. Get your clips. If you have a podcast, get your clips ready. Um, be present on TikTok. We actually have just recently hired a, uh, a person to run our TikTok. So mm. um, we're taking that platform very serious. And so if you are a podcaster, get them clips up. So when they do allow this, it's just probably going to be linking your podcast to your profile. So when they see podcast clips, podcast clips, they just go to your profile. Boom, it's right there. So I think that's really dope. And podcasting has been taking uh, a crazy leap up. Shout out to uh, Wallow and, and, and Gilly. About a week or two ago, they just signed a major, major mm. deal back with Barstool, right? We are the, I don't the numbers I back. don't know the numbers just yet, 
I don't know the numbers mm. just yet, but Gilly was crying. So mm. uh, you you can understand. And they had a episode. Remember that episode I told you about with the the head of Barstool? Yeah. And they were yeah. like, "Yo, it's an unlimited check, right?" So, mm. uh, whatever the amount is, um, there's rumors all over. There hasn't been anything official, and I'm realizing. Uh, nothing on the internet is really ever true when it comes to the numbers side of things. So rumor has a lot of things. We don't speak rumors here. We just want to congratulate. And uh, the podcast, Life is Real. But let's talk about things you could have lived without. Okay. Yes, things you could have lived without. Now we got uh, three things that you get to pick from. And please uh, tweet us, comment, that whole nine about uh, if you're watching this live on the on the YouTube premiere, hit us on the chat, right? Um, but things you could have lived without. One, McDonald's. Partnering with Krispy Kreme to sell donuts in select locations. Why would I want to eat donuts in McDonald's? Uh, I want a burger, but that's okay. All right. Uh, coffee flavored M&Ms. Mm. That's option two. Okay. And then three, because we in the Halloween spirit. Anything with Jeffrey Dahmer uh, costumes. For Halloween. If y'all don't know who Jeffrey Dahmer is, uh, you may have been living under a rock. He has a he was a big serial killer uh that became a Netflix special mm-hmm. and probably the best Netflix special reported as yeah. far as viewers. So That's crazy. uh please pick one uh McDonald's partnering with Krispy Kreme to sell donuts. Coffee flavored M and M's. I don't really know how I feel about that. I'm just being honest with you. Mm. Uh, and Jeffrey Dahmer costumes for Halloween. Uh, Moose, what what would you pick? Mm. To live without? Yeah, something you could live without. Yeah, like. yeah. No, I could definitely do, live without some Jeffrey Dahmer. You know, because I love donuts and I love coffee. So uh, although, um, acor- according, according. <laughs> According to uh, according to my allergy test, I'm not supposed to be drinking the coffee. Right? But, um, nah, nah. I'm 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 I could live without the costumes, man. Give me give me the donuts and the and the coffee flavored M and M's. I'll take it. Listen, I will say this. I don't want it to be triggering for the families, right? I don't with the costumes. <laughs> However, that clip. I don't know how many people saw it, but when he was dancing, when he was all drunk, I don't know if you remember, he was just like, yeah, yeah. If somebody does that, I would chuckle. I'm sorry. I would chuckle. I would (laughs) absolutely chuckle. chuckle. I wouldn't want them to do what my man did, um, but I would chuckle. I would chuckle if I saw the little mm, 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 dance. You know what I mean? I would chuckle. Yeah. So I would, I don't mind the, I'm torn. I'm be honest with you. Um, but I will probably say, 
uh, coffee flavor M&M. Why? Why would you have that? M&Ms are meant to be chocolate, right? Now they're getting all creative. They have the pretzel. They all getting crazy with it. Yeah, yeah I mean, they, getting... they had, they have quite a few things. I should pull them up. Isaiah, pull some of the weird stuff that they have uh, for our YouTube experience. But the, I'm not, why does, first off, why does everything need a coffee flavor? Why? Mm, why can't okay, coffee just I be coffee? I see that. I mean, you know, some people just love coffee, man. It's like coffee is life. You don't drink coffee, do you? Hot chocolate, no, right? It's your, I'm a it's hot your chocolate yeah. person. I was told at a very young age, coffee stunts your growth, and I'm still short. So <laughs> I, I just yeah. I, I just never drank it, thinking that that was going to stunt my growth, but I'm still short. It is what it is. I'm hoping that like, still in life, I just grow like a centimeter more. Like mm, no, that's something. possible. Some stretching. A little stretching right, 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 will get right. you a centimeter. Like, let me yeah. be... Let me be 5'3". <laughs> Let me stop being 5'2". Okay. Five, five. I thought Let you were going to say literally a centimeter. Like 5'2 and one centimeter. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm exaggerating. I'm, exa I'm Puerto Rican. I'm exaggerating. Okay? Let me be... Let me be close to 5'. It could say 5'2 and blah, blah, blah. Like that you just missed. Fair. And then depending on the sneaker that I wear, I'm 5'3". Yeah, yeah. Like I want that. Like... Even though 5'2 and 5'3 is not a big difference. We are still short people. We're just short. Yeah. But anyways, people, please uh, hit us up on social media. Uh, hit us up on the YouTube comments. Uh, if you're watching this live, hit us up in the chat. Please, which one could you have lived without? Okay? Now, let's get into... The blueprint. So, uh, Master P did a really dope interview with Grant Cardone. Really dope interview, right? And I've watched a lot of interviews from Master P. And he says, some majority of times he, he speaks the same thing over and over again. Like, uh, especially about that product line, right? But... This thing, he talked about why we continuously go into McDonald's, right? And the true key to success, right? So let's, let's see what he talks about. Consistency, consistency. You know, people say, well, why are you so successful? I'm successful because consistency. If you look yeah. at McDonald's and all these companies, uh, they're not selling burgers, they're selling consistency. And that's what you are buying. And so at the end of the day, you're thinking like, why do I go there? I go there for the consistency. And so anything that I put up, I want to multiply, it has to be consistency. I like that. That's fire. Yeah. I mean, I think, and also, and what's interesting too, is for a long time, a lot of people at, in, in the newer, say it's uh, information era mm -hmm. said that McDonald's isn't a fast food restaurant. It's a real estate business. And I think yeah, that I was too. the first, yeah, that was the first part of like, Oh wow, that's crazy. That's a different way to look at it. But the, when you, especially when you start thinking about restaurants, hospitality or surface based businesses in general, one of the 
biggest reasons why they fail to scale or stay in business for a longer period of time is because they cannot be consistent in the experience that they deliver. Ultimately, that's the biggest hindrance of it all. So for them to figure out the skill, and it's funny because I, I did a piece of content on documentaries or movies that uh, you know, <coughs> entrepreneurs should watch. And one of them was The Founder, which is the, the, uh, the story behind McDonald's and you know, how they all came together. And you, know, you, think, you think back to that, that story, that origin story of how they started, where they're in the parking lot and had this whole thing drawn out for where the French fry station is going to be and then the hamburgers and this was Like literally they created that model. And ultimately it allows what they do to be replicated all around the world with not the same taste because I know there's different stuff in <laughs> different countries, but for sure you can at least know what to expect. And I think for a lot of consumers, especially when it comes to people and our food choices, sometimes we don't care for having the best quality thing. We just want to know that what we're going to get is not going to fall below our expectations. So just being consistent, sometimes you may not necessarily be the top premier best thing out, mm -hmm. but you can meet that standard every single time and people will buy in. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. And it's like, I think of it, uh, when, of course, when he said, yo, we go to McDonald's for the consistency, it's like, you think of any fast food chain, think of any restaurant, like I can go to Texas Roadhouse here and then I could go to Texas Roadhouse in Atlanta and I go to Texas. I'm expecting those same rolls. Okay. Mm. I'm expecting them same rolls with the cinnamon butter, uh, yeah, I'm, mm. everything I everything so I talk good. about is so chubby. <laughs> oh Lord. But <laughs> but um but I'm expecting that, right? I, I go for that consist I know when I go to these particular restaurants, I know if I go to Olive Garden, I'm going to get the bread with the with the Alfredo sauce as a dip. If you haven't done that, do that too. Right. Um but if I was to go to one Olive Garden and then go to another one and it sucked, I ordered the same thing. What's the problem? Right. I don't, I don't want to go to the same location over like, cause I know that's good, but I should be able to go to any of the, the restaurants anywhere, any city, any state, it should be good. Right. And so e even when we're thinking about like our brands and businesses, are we creating a consistent experience that they know every single time that they come to us, they are getting this quality of service. They're getting, uh, you know, reached out to customer service is going to be amazing. The, the quality of it is going to be amazing. The follow through is going to be amazing. They love every single time, no matter uh, when they come and purchase what you do or when they come and watch your stuff, listen to your stuff, you're consistently doing the same thing. And some days it could be good. It could be bad, but you're always there giving mm -hmm. the same type of ingredients, right? We break down, uh, the podcast. There's a reason why we start the same way every single time. If I was to start the podcast and be like, all right, we're here. This is Nikki and Moose. Um, we're going to talk about 
this episode. All right, let's get right to it. Y'all be like, hold on, what's wrong? What's Thumbs going off. on? This is weird. What, like, shout out to those people who saw us in real life so far, right? Hopefully we see all of you guys. But some of y'all are like, what's popping, what's popping, what's popping? Y'all say the whole, what up, Moose? I'm like, okay, do I really sound that way? Like, it makes, <laughs> <laughs> makes yeah. me concerned, right? But you, you know what to expect. And that's why you come through. You know there is going to be value that you're going to learn from the branding side. There's going to be value that you're going to learn from the business side that you could take and put it into your own thing. Now, if we switched it up to go all gossip, you'll be like, this is not, this is not what I come mm -hmm. here for. Yeah. This is not what I come here for. Right? So are you creating consistency in your brand, consistency within your business that people are constantly going back to you and is just happy that it's the same thing each and every single solitary time, right? I, I'm the way that I am because I love to go back and back and back and back and back again because I know it's going to be the same way. If I know something is going to switch up, I don't go back to them. I don't know True. what to expect. I'm not a big super surprise situation unless it's gifts. Yeah. I'm I like like surprises <laughs> with gifts. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't I don't want consistent well, that was gonna sound right. I don't want consistent gifts. I want consistent gifts. I don't want the same thing over the and same over gift. Again. You know what I mean? Right, like yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Not the same gifts. Right, 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 right. Right. This is me. But okay. What uh in in this thing kind of like blueprint status, what is three things people should concentrate on from when they're building their brand and business that they have to make sure is consistent every single time a person experiences it? Yeah, so I'll go directly on the business side and I'll jump to the, the, the onboarding piece for a moment, but the first part is contact after sale. Mm. I think that's, especially for a lot of us as service providers or people who deal in the information world, you're typically providing some form of knowledge or education to your client or customer who's purchased something from you. And so when they transact with you, they just made a commitment to give you their funds. And there isn't explicit knowledge or information about what they can expect after that transaction, that is the difference between a positive experience and a negative experience. So simply by having information or contact them, contacting them after the point of that initial sale, it's one of the things that will completely re almost generate the, the experience or the user or customer experience just because now the client knows what to expect. So the consistency of contact after sale or point of contact, that that makes a tremendous difference because now someone's like, wait, am I missing something? Wait, I'm, am I I'm, it, like that confusion that they go into like, nope, you're exactly where you need to be. No need to worry about anything. We got you. Here's what to expect. Here's the timeline. Boom. Just something that simple makes a big difference from uh, a, an experience and a consistency standpoint when dealing with the business side. That's good. That's good. Um, I'm going to say from the branding side, uh, 
presence on social media is going to be my biggest thing. Um, every single time they open one of their platforms of your choice, I'm not going to say be on everywhere off top because we're talking about the beginning of figuring out this consistency side. But one of the platforms that you're trying to grow an audience on, please be consistent. And consistent doesn't necessarily mean every single day. That means to the time frame that you committed to. If you're telling your audience, I'm going to be there Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, then be there at those days so they could get accustomed to looking forward to you. It is a relationship. Okay. So when you leave, they feel it. You have to build trust all over again, right? And they, when you come back, they may rock with it a little bit, but they're still on some uh, digital abandonment issues. You know, you left once. I don't know how long you're going to be consistent, right? So, like, understand the presence, regardless if you are uh, having a product or a service, regardless if uh, you feel like you have it all together. People just want you. People want your brand. And so the more you're sh showing up, the more they feel they could trust you, the more credibility it builds so that when you are ready, boom, they're like, I've been ready for you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. We rock with you. I don't even know what this is, but I need it because mm -hmm. you've been there in the craziest times. So I will say definitely uh, presence. Yeah. Yay! Look, um, shout out to uh, David Shans, right? Shout out to David Shans, a uh, former guest. And then, of course, we've covered uh, a few of his interviews before. He had uh, Dan Cathy. Moose, who is Dan Cathy? Man, well, currently, I think though no, he just he just gave it up. But CEO of Chick Fil A, as we know it, uh, mm. uh, son of the original founder and owner, so uh, kind of a big deal. Guy's been in the business for a long time, so definitely got some game. Facts, and he says something so dope, and this is going to be for my leaders and my future leaders of when we are trying to find people to. Uh, take over our spot, uh, either from a very uh, deep point of leaving the legacy and the, they got it now, or even just the position. You know what I mean? Just the position that you, you are trying to go up on and you need somebody to take your place. He says something so dope that uh, I want us to break down. So let's hear it. And so when you as a leader can, can know that there's somebody ready to take that baton out of your hands. The, the best transitions, the best leadership transitions are when the next leader is ready to lead, not when the current leader is ready to leave. And that's hard. Wow. Listen, um, that was a whole bar. I, I think I don't have to say much. I don't think we have to say much after that. That, like, and I, and I get it, right? For the simple fact of we want to 
we want to grow and we want, we keep hearing delegate, you know, um, and so when we do that, okay, we found somebody, here you go, right? But are they really ready for the leadership position? Now, I'm not talking about the small tasks, right? That, that we just got to delegate that. Pay somebody, go do that, right? But the leadership ones, the, the, the even let's say uh, the CEO positions, the, the, anything with the C-suite, Okay. Um, yo, take, take it over. Or even from a, just a manager side of things. Yo, I'm trying to, I'm trying to create my own business. I need somebody here. I'm gonna train them. They're good. Right. Man. When he said, when they're ready, when they're Mm. pulling their weight, when they take the baton, I'm like, okay. All right, people. All right. I'm doing this all all wrong. I'm doing this all wrong. Growing the team and thinking that because the position is available, you would want that, right? Mm. Work ethic. You you see you see the gap. You're going to be there, right? And sometimes giving the position to the wrong person when the other person was purely showing uh, showing up and pushing uh, their side of things, but because of longevity, because of ranking, because of namesake, the other person took the position, right? And I've and the crazy thing I've been in in both as far as seeing it from. Uh, a company standpoint where this person only has this position because of the longevity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This person has this particular position because they have the last name. Right. But the interest wasn't there or the work ethic wasn't there or the people who are really doing the job is not getting the credit and the other one's not doing it. That that was, you know what I'll say? That was very common in um in the Navy. Very common wow. to where the person, because the Navy's more on if you pass a test, you get the you get the role. Get in. Right? Mm-hmm. You, you pass the test, you get you get to the next rank, right? Which instantly makes you into a leader and and go over certain uh people. Now, there were people that didn't know a lick of what they were doing. They're just good at test, right? And then there were people who knew exactly what to do, but weren't good at test. Wow. And it was a very frustrating thing because you see the power, the respect, the responsibility just because of the rank and not because of their leadership skills, not because of their work ethic, not because of anything that truly qualifies them to be a leader. And I'm like, and I'm like, yo, what he said was so on point, but 
because some of these uh, businesses are possibly uh, family owned, possibly um, small business. So, you know, you have the core people that built it. So they get first ranking in anything. Like you see some of these things that isn't fair. And hence why corporate is almost like, and some people don't mind corporate, right? Because it's like some, because everything has politics. Let's get that straight. Everything sure. has politics, right? But some do have this whole, if I work right, I could go up to the next level. If I push my way, if you see it, I could get, I not only get a raise, but I could get a new position, right? Because we, we don't, work to just stay in the same position. There has to be some type of growth, but those who deserve it is those who show the qualities, not mm -hmm. because you've checked certain things in the box is because you fully show this is. And, and as leaders, we have to see that mm -hmm. and not have expectations. One, I'm just ready. I'm ready to retire. I'm ready to leave. I'm ready to get to the next position. I'm ready. I got to find somebody. Let's go. Right. I think we know a situation that's happening right now. That's in that, that, in that vibe. And it's right. weird, right? We're going to want a lot of things as head of companies. We're going to want a lot of things, mm -hmm. but we have to be, respectful of timing. We have to be respectful of allowing people to show what they want because they're going to show if they want that position or even to be in that company or not. And we don't allow yeah. the time to look and see if, even if you want this, Yeah. Yeah. No, that's real. That's real. And I, I think the other side of it is that the leader holds on to the baton for too long. Oh, that, that, that is equally as frustrating, right? It's like dealing with a situation right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bro, let it go. And that's why, you know, if you remember some episodes back, I talked about Miles Monroe philosophy and he says, you're not successful unless you have a successor. That with within your legacy building generational wealth whole plan, this master plan that we all talk about, but do you have somebody who can continue to take care of it after you? Right. And that becomes your sole goal. Part of your success as a leader now is to prepare the next generation of leaders to keep this thing going. Mm -hmm. That success is just is just as much about longevity as it is about right now. Right. That's another part of success that I think is undermined. So when you hold on to the baton too long, you might have one or two or three or more people who are qualified to lead. And maybe you're never, as like you said, a head of a company going to feel that, man, this next person is going to do it better than me. Yeah. I don't think anyone who has, say, the, the drive and the, the, the competitiveness to lead a company is going to admit that somebody else will be better at better than them at leading. It's, mm -hmm. it's almost impossible to admit. 
However, though, I can tell you from the study of a lot of different people and a lot of heads of companies, or especially people who start companies, most people who start companies, they're not the best fit to lead them. Just the truth. You were great at starting it. You had a great idea. You had a great product, a great service that you brought to life and boom, you blew it up. But the day to day, the construct of actually leading a company and building a culture and putting out some values and all of the different elements that fall under operations. Right. Typically, the, 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 the head person who starts it is not often the best qualified to lead it. So I think it's equally as important that we talk about for those of you who are, you know, there now or prayfully in that position soon, man, let go of that baton. You, should, you shouldn't be thinking about, oh, I don't want to teach them because they're going to go and start their own. No, that, that's actually a measurement of your success as a leader. Mm-hmm. Hey, not only have I done this for myself, but I've also contributed to somebody else's success. And I'm not the person to say who likes to flaunt that and ever say, I, look at what I did for you. But still, I think it's still a testament of your success as a leader when you can duplicate what you are able to do in other people as well. So, yeah, definitely good thought process all around. Firebar, yeah, though. Yeah, no, super firebar. And that that part where you're like, they keep it too long. I'll, I'll just say this before we get into our little battle. Um, some people keep it too long because they feel like they don't have the trust in other people that they could do True. it. That's real. And it's like, you never know until you let it go. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't say you don't trust if you don't try, though. That's that's like, at the end of the day, you can't say, oh, I don't trust. Did you, did you try? But did you try? <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's a fact. This is a fact. Let's go into our little uh, battle, different perspective. Help, help us uh, name this one, because this or that. That, this, this or, or that. that, that's what you said. This or that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because I'm thinking of that song. I know it's a little, little maybe a little throwback, but you, you know, it's a little. Yeah, it's a throwback. It's a little throwback. <laughs> All right. Whatever. I wasn't even a, whatever. Yo, this, the crazy I'm thing is soul. like, hold on. The crazy thing is like, you know, some old stuff and then you don't know other old stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's branding. The craziest it's just, thing. It's just branding, you know? Like, I think that song nah, was branded like a little bit Nah, like, you don't better. know old R&B. You know Chris Brown R&B. But you no, know no, no, this no. or that. I, no, but here's the crazy thing. So I don't even know if this qualifies as R&B. Slightly off-topic podcast okay. world. Just bear yeah. with us. Where? But, like, one of my favorite artists, Al Green. I think Al Green way predates um, what Chris Brown. It does, but you go from Al Green to Chris Brown. <laughs> There's no, no in between. Who's in between? Yeah, no, maybe, maybe a couple. Maybe a couple. Not favorites, though. Yeah. You didn't know who Drew Hill was. I didn't know who Drew Hill was. Okay. I'm okay. not going to lie. Real quick, people. Real quick, people. As for my R&B people, bear with me. Do you know who Jagged Edge is? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. Jodeci. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do. I know Jodeci. How do you not no, know no, Drew do. Hill if you know those two? Are they in the same band? Group, no, Jagged say. Edge and Drew Hill were pretty much like, oh, at the same time. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna look you, him up. You know I Cisco. Hold know. on. You know Cisco. No, no, I know Cisco. I know Cisco. Cisco's yeah. group was called Drew Hill. You know Cisco uh, was in a in a group, right? I did not know that because I know Cisco of the song that I would not say 
in my. It's called the Thong Song. Well, yeah, that one. I just didn't want to say it. I didn't want to be. The... <laughs> I didn't want to be the one to say it, but I know it because of that. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, back back to the uh... episode. Sorry, sorry, people. That was. <laughs> This or that, as we uh, this were or that. saying. Okay, back to this or that. Uh, today's this or that is subscription or membership uh, models. Okay? okay, so uh, what made me think about this? I was watching a uh, I, I was watching a video about it, right? And more on the depending on where you are with your brand, with your business, right? Do you have the time to give them a, a certain product, certain service every single month? Or are, do you have the time to give an experience while doing it? So that's how I was like, hmm, what do you prefer, subscription or membership? Right. You, we could spin this in multiple ways, but I want to know your thoughts of this or that subscription membership. Why? OK. And, and, and just to be clear, how subscription is something that has new products being added to it every month mm-hmm. is how by that definition. And membership yep. is something that stays consistent, but it gives you the access on an ongoing basis. It, yeah, something like that. It could be okay. it could be multiple was, things. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, I was thinking things. of like I was thinking of like a gym membership versus like a Netflix subscription, you know, right. or something like that. So it's like right. Netflix, we know it's going to add new movies, documentaries, whatever, versus versus a gym that you know is going to be the same. I mean, you but you have access. They might, yeah, exactly. You have access. Okay, got it. Hmm. Honestly, and this is a selfish answer, but I will say for me, I think. Says subscription membership membership okay. to give access is is the best setup just because much of what I produce is super time consuming that mm-hmm. I know it would be a failed promise or maybe even an, a stretch to say that it's going to be updated every month. Mm. So I think when it comes to this, it's definitely something that you want to consider based on you, your brand, your organization, and the type of business that you run. Are you a high velocity, high frequency, high production or high producing type of business or brand? Mm-hmm. Or are you someone who is going to obviously take longer to build out the next feature or function or the next big thing of what your industry is looking for? So... It pro- if that's the case, you you might want to lean on the membership side because you can educate them as to what's happening. Those are all bonuses, but there's the consistency there versus expecting new every month. There's a there's a good amount of pressure that comes with that. Like you really gotta you gotta be MJ of of whatever that is to to make it to make it happen and keep people happy. Okay, a uh, little rebuttal, a little rebuttal. Okay. Okay, so uh, not rebuttal, counter, little counter, right? Um, so with you picking members, uh, like the membership model, is it just to have access to what you already did? Is it access to you? 
Is it access to an experience? Because like what I see a lot of um, membership situations do is they'll say, let's, let's say they put a course, right? Let's put that, put a course, they do some videos, they do something, boom. And to continuously have access to this, here's your membership price, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So where, when I think about membership, I think about people experience. I think mm -hmm. about community. I think about uh, access to the brand more. Is it going to give you, uh, even if it's a standpoint of uh, extra discounts to get into this or to get that, you know, what is, what is the perk of me paying that because both of them are paying monthly, annually, quarterly, whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but one is, I believe, when you don't necessarily have the time, but you can produce the content, you can produce the product, you could do the service every single month. Here you go. Uh, I, pay a, I, put, I pay a subscription for massages. I know every month I get a massage, right? Mm -hmm. um, but if they was to do possibly um, a membership thing to where it's like not only, and, and some people confuse the two, right? But if they said, okay, get the massage while learning different things that you could do in the crib and then we'll call you to do one uh, at-home stretching situation, well, that now we're talking about, we're talking about a membership. Like that's, for members only, mm. right? Um, of course, this this comes up because of the setup between Patreon and a membership thing. Um, and I'm be honest, the reason why it's taking a bit to because now we're battling with is it a subscription base? And there's still some semi community. Or are you building a business model with the membership and giving them an experience of who you are, um, calls with, with you guys, um, you know, live watch parties, that whole nine. And I'm like, mm -hmm. content or experience. That's how I look at the two content. Cause you look at Hulu, you look at, uh, Netflix, that's content. Yeah. Experience is access. Experience is people. Experience is um, feeling special. Like Delta. Shout out to Delta. Now I'm platinum. Hey. Right? Right, right. And so now I'm like, oh, I want to fly more. Right? <laughs> because of the points that I got. Okay. And now everything is comfort plus. Bare minimum. Praise God. Right. Right. I could pay coach. I instantly go to comfort plus. Praise God. <laughs> right. So, but that's, that's a membership. Mm -hmm. A member yeah. of Delta. And because of these points, I have these perks. Yeah. I'm cool with Delta now. I don't want to fly nothing else. Even though it takes me 
mad long to get places. <laughs> no, that's that's um that's that's cool that you break it down that way. Because to be honest with you, I I never obviously I know there's a difference between the two the two, but I don't know that I sat there to really think about what are the unique elements of a membership versus that of a subscription. And I, yeah, I didn't put much thought to it, but you're right. It, it's definitely, they are different and they should be thought about it to figure out which is right for you. That, that's, that's key. That's super key. Yeah. Content versus benefits. Experience. Content yeah. versus experience. Content versus access. So pick one. People, uh, let us know. Tweet us, comment us. That whole nine, let us know what you pick. Um, if you're listening to this, hey, actually do do this. Take a screenshot or you're watching this, take a screenshot and let us know what you choose. Yo, subscription, membership. If you want to go back to the things you could have lived without, screenshot us. Put, uh, I could live without Jeffrey Dahmer. I could live without coffee M and M's, and I could live without McDonald's selling Krispy Kreme. If I want Krispy Kreme, I go to Krispy Kreme. Why am I going to McDonald's? Why? Why does McDonald's always make me fat? And you make us fatter and <laughs> fatter. I want to get a burger. I don't want to get a burger right. and a cookie and a, and a a, a Flurry. more breakfast and like what are we talking about? Why? Yeah. Why are we doing yeah. this? Anyways. Uh, people, shout out to you. Appreciate y'all. Give us feedback about this episode. We are going to have an after show. So shout out to all our after show people. If you're not part of that, please go do that. Right? We have really good, uh, funny, random strategy <laughs> uh, conversations. Um, probably just need a personal trainer so y'all can stop hearing how chubby I am. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> um, but Moose, final words. Yeah, man. For my, I guess they would say one trick pony. You, you like to move at one speed all the time. You, you like to get things done, uh, say, relatively fast. You know, just a reminder that getting it done fast isn't fast if you got to do it twice. So know that you have to slow down, take your time, you know, figure your ways out. That's how you get it done. Bars.